Hey, all you nostalgic music fans. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert, and today we've got two 9021 novices with us. I'm I'm getting out of my novice-ness, though. Oh, really? Well, what happens in season five, Kendra? <laughs> well, I you can't know tell so you much? that. But what happens in six, seven, eight, nine, ten? I'm good. Okay. Good to go. All right. Uh, I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all. And today, yeah, we have a special guest. That's right. I'm Eric Mickles, and I've only ever heard you two talk about these episodes. No, that's not true, because I'm pretty sure you watched that's the right. season two finale for that episode. I have seen one episode. Um, it was really funny, because last night we had Pluto TV on, and you know, they yeah. have a 902 oh, I do. channel. I'm aware. So yeah. we stopped on it, and he was like that's what kelly donna david's house looks like whose house is <laughs> it's this? pretty sick yeah it's, it's a pretty sweet and, place in my head it was like a crappy apartment with like not a lot of lighting mm -hmm. and like no. maybe yeah and then like a kitchen island but like that was also the living room no, million nice. dollar listing it's crazy. million dollar listing right on the place. beach i was shocked no <laughs> doubt about it i was also shocked to see what uh who's who's andrea's Bo. Jesse. Jesse. I, I was shocked to see what Jesse actually looks like. Yeah. Not the catch I thought he was at the no, beginning. No, no, you learn some things when you actually see it. So <laughs> let's see. You were on the season two, I think it was season two finale in the soundtrack episode. Is that it? Just those two? Is this yeah. your yep. third time yeah. on the show? Mm -hmm. And you're here because Eric is the co-host of 90s Music Got Me Like. And yeah. we're talking 90s music today here on yes, 90210. Uh, so you can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. And you can share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And as always, you can rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. And we appreciate that. Today we're discussing the soundtrack album, Beverly Hills 90210, colon, The College Years. The College Years. And so this is like multiple seasons of music. I mean, no, we've only had one college season well, so far. Well, Nick, let me tell you. Okay. Just having this CD that I'm holding in my hand is, yes. is a spoiler for me. Is it? Oh, really? Yes. Can I talk about it? Do you want sure. me to say why? Um, because sure. if you open it up, it's not a cool poster like the other okay. one was. It was a fold-out poster. Uh, there is no Shannon Doherty on here. There's this chick. Who is she? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Well, you're going to have to find out. I will tell you, uh, I was going to avoid talking about this because I didn't want to spoil anything for you, but I will tell you, depending on the medium that you got, Shannon Doherty is on it. So oh, it interesting. It yeah, even there's a group picture on the back and she's not in that either. Yeah. So, so I mean, you she know, she was off you know, to the side with a kitten in her sweatshirt. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, it is sometimes sometimes they use early photos and sometimes they use later photos, depending on what media the soundtrack is in. So that's not necessarily a spoiler because you always knew. Yeah, it's Shando. only kind of a spoiler because I knew she left. The copywriting point, so. goes yeah. up to 1994 on the CD. So, OK, I don't know all right. if all these songs showed up on season one or I mean, season four or much later. So. I don't think any of these. I don't really think there's that much of a connection to it. But. There's one song I did see on it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, there, there, Eric, Eric a, did his research. There's a site called, uh, well, there's a wiki. There's a fandom wiki for 90210, and they have all the songs that were originally on, but yeah. it only goes up to season five. Oh, so, okay. Unless I'm not looking right. Mm. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, today we're going to get into the album. 
Uh, this album was released by Giant Records on September 20th, 1994. All it the sure biggest hits of 1994. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, yes. So this is the second soundtrack album that we've had. You can go back and listen to the first episode that we did last year, or you can hear it in the 90s music feed this week. Yeah. But this released two years after the original soundtrack and would be followed by two more albums, Beverly Hills 90210, Songs from the Peach Pit, which came out in 1996. And then not again until 2009 when we get soundtrack 90210 from the CW years. Is the Peach Pit one like all 50s? It is, yeah, 50s, 60s kind of stuff. So we'd actually hear what's uh, playing in the Peach Pit when we do that one. Yeah. Um, One. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, hit it. That that makes sense because when you go through the songs that are actually in it, there's way more like classic like 60s 70s songs yeah on 90210 than there are even like 90s songs yeah well that's what i mean like i guess we'll just dive right in i'm just gonna tell you straight up that listening to this cd was hell i hated it (laughs) i didn't enjoy it at all and it really i kept listening like a wet and what in what scene or what vibe or for what character are these songs for? Because I just can't make the connection. Mm-hmm. And like, you're right, Eric, it was a lot more classic stuff. And even the 90s stuff they used on the show, you know, in the original run was not this like synthy poppy kind of stuff that that this album is so full of. But what did you guys think just overall of, of the soundtrack? It's it's a thumbs no. down. It's a no for me. It's a rough one. It's very it, it can yeah. it feels very samey when you sit down and listen to it. What did you say yesterday end. when we were talking about it? You were like this album. What did you say? I what I said I can't say on air. <laughs> but I, I was not a fan of it. Um, Nick, did you yeah. own this album as a teen? No, I or didn't because like, I mean I didn't listen watching. to '90s music in the '90s either. Okay. But no, I didn't have any of the. I don't think I had a single piece of 90210 swag except for the Mel Gildan novelizations wow. when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. What are you gonna do? So we're gonna go kind of through each song and talk about our our feelings on okay. each song. Okay. So let's jump right in, shall we? Let's do it. The first song is "Make It Right" by Lisa Stansfield. So this song, it reached number 46 on the Hot Dance Club Songs chart and number 64 on the Hot R&B Singles chart. So not not a real high charter there, but it it made the cut nonetheless. Um, This song straight up feels like a spoof to me. I don't like this song at all. No, I don't either. <laughs> it It's very, very... I mean, it makes sense that it's a dance club song because it is yeah. very repetitive. Yeah, it's and very... when, the, when, the, when the chorus picks up, I'm like, okay, all right, I can kind of hear why one might choose to listen to this. But for the most part, that head drum machine comes in and it really feels like, you know, it's like Jimmy Fallon or something, like spoofing a, spoofing 90s music. <laughs> I just... Yeah. I don't know. What did you think, Eric? Uh, I felt like for most of it, it felt so like blah. And then like the mm-hmm. bridge comes in and like oh there's life to be had in this song yeah yeah. and then like after the bridge when she kind of has like backup vocals coming over like the chorus it felt like maybe what the song should have been at the start yeah um like that's when there's any life in it so yeah most of it i was just like gosh um yeah this was is is there are so many weird cuts and i spent my whole time listening to this and like when i was researching 
how the different songs did and what they were from and everything. I just kept thinking like they had money. You know what I mean? Like 90210 was the biggest hit show there was. Here's the thing too. Why does this suck so much? Lisa Stansfield, it was like popular. She had an 80s song all around the world that was really popular. So like this isn't even them trying to get like a new up and coming artist. Yeah. This is an 80s artist now who's still going in 94. They're like, yeah, put her song on it. Like who is that for then? It just seems weird to me that they weren't. I mean, at least on the first one, we had Paula Abdul and we had a few other people who were like recognizable names. It just seems like at this point in the show, being a ratings juggernaut and being like what everyone is talking about, you could approach some high level names and be like, hey, we're putting together a soundtrack. You know, Mm -hmm. you want to you want to have a cut on there. But it seems like they're just like, hey, Tina, can you sing? It Why don't you like record they, a track? They, they phoned it in a little bit, like, oh, it does. We got to get the soundtrack yeah. out next week. Well, who yeah. can we get? Yes, I know. Yeah. Really bizarre. Really yeah. bizarre. Is and Giant, it doesn't get better. Is Giant Records like? Were they not a big company? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, is this not an official release? That's kind of what it feels this, like. One of yeah. those inspired by kind of soundtracks. It feels like <laughs> thrift store shopping for songs. It does. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, look, Lisa Stanfield, ninety-nine cents. We can put that on the album. <laughs> That's a track. Which which is a good segue into number two, not one more time. Which is by Stacy Pierce. And looking this up, it was like this is the only thing that she I can find. She does not exist. No. Like she she's worked as a composer for like she's written songs for Wilson Phillips and the Cores and Color Me Bad, which is a hey, nano to a no connection. I um, but this was the only song that I could find her having performed on. Yeah, it's just kind of nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just kind of like background noise. Hmm. As soon There's as that baby that doll stands... voice came in. I know, yeah. There's nothing that stands out about it. Well, no. I like it. Oh! <laughs> what? Wow! Are you kidding me? Here's what I like about it. It it knows what it's doing, and it just does that one thing well. I think, it, I think what I like about it is how... Maybe it's not knowingly, but it's cheesy, and it's cheesy yeah. in a way that works for me. Like, the course that, like, what what's... The, no one. Well, I can't. I can't do it. But I. I like it. I kind of feel like th- her not really existing as a musician, like solo, and this song being it. Like, is this kind of a hidden gem? Like, because on no. Spotify you got fourteen thousand listens. I think. I think this could have some life in it. Interesting. So, are you saying '90s music, Scott? You like not one more time? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. When I was listening to this, I was just like, "Why oh is gosh. this working for it?" I guess just like the instruments are so cheesy. And like she's singing. Oh she's, yes. And then that yeah, you're right. She has kind of like that baby doll voice. So that that is also yeah. something I connotate with like certain songs in the '90s. It's just well, I heard it. I was like, I, okay, I'm here for this. <laughs> I, I will give you there that they are, knew there what they were doing. Like, this is not one of them. I mean, I, I will I will cop to they had a plan and they stuck to it. Yeah. You know, for better or worse, they they do what they set out to do. I feel like there are some tracks on this song that's just like Bleh, the whole yep. time, and in this one, she's like, "No, let's do it. This is this is the recipe." Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Listen, all this. I'm just saying every ingredient to make this work is in there. Okay. You might not like cumin. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. you don't. Maybe you don't. <laughs> maybe. Cooking. 
<laughs> Eric's been doing a lot of cooking lately, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. He made the most. Human, what was that called brain. that you made the other night? Uh, it's it was just uh sausage with the sauce and uh, bow tie pasta. But it was like a creamy. It was like a creamy bow tie pasta with sausage huh. and tomatoes. It was so good. Are we spinning off into a cooking show? Is that happening? <gasps> yes, let's do it. <laughs> Someone else has to talk about number three because I can't with this song. I. This is my least favorite song, I think. Oh, it's a real horse race between this and one other one for what I think is the worst Every song on here. But this of is the week. Oh my gosh! Wednesday, Thursday. I hate Stop it, Kendra. I hate it. Every day of the week by Jade. Uh, is yeah. Jade a name? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Issued as the song, uh, issued as the second and final single from the group's second studio album, Mind, Body, and Song. The song is the group's last appearance to date on the Billboard Hot 100, peaking at number 20 in 1994. That was number also 20. Yeah, yeah, and they had Too actually high. they had popped they had uh, gone up a little higher than that with some of their earlier stuff, but then they just never charted again. Yeah, after this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday fiasco. Gosh, yeah, thank goodness they make it to Sunday in that. Yeah. Because they're like, even on Sunday, I was like, ah, eat yeah, it, happy you days. Had to, you had to know. Take a walk, you happy days. Know. I mean, you know, was this trying to be like the happy days of like the R&B 90s? It's just not I, good. I, I, to me, it feels like, oh my gosh, we got to record a song right now. What day is it? Monday? Wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, I've got something. Monday, Tuesday. It's yeah. This will fill time. Let's say all. Keep the rolling the, the tape. It's it's horrible. Yeah, this I, it's it's boring. It does nothing for me except annoy you know, me. Before the singing starts, so a very narrow amount of time in this track. The background is really funky. It's got kind of like a wah, 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 wah thing yeah. going on in the background that I kind of liked, and then the singing starts, and I just. Yeah, you know, there's there believe were, it. Looking back on the first album, the was just the high school years, right? Yeah. Um like that had a bunch that I listened to that and I was like, yeah, these songs sound like they're from the nineties and mm -hmm. maybe I don't like them. But this a lot of this album it feels like it sounds like most of them are the, what we don't like about the 90s in general. Yeah. Like things that you don't want to remember. Yeah. Whereas the other one had kind of like a cheesy but maybe forgettable. This one is like, oh gosh, yeah, I hated this trend. I, no, I yeah, agree. I, it it sorry, sort of feels like the, well, it feels like the first one was trying to maybe be on the, like, okay, this is going to be big pretty yeah. soon. You know, like they were trying to do something here. Yeah. This just feels like a really low rent cash grab to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like rather than trying to make it good, they were just like, well, how many songs? Okay, okay, here's 50 yeah. bucks, buy a bunch of songs. I've listened to a few other songs by Jade, uh, and I, I just wasn't that impressed. So okay. I wasn't too, but they had, they did better than this one. And I'm not surprised that after this one, they were like, we're, we're done yeah. with Jade as yeah. a, as a nation of <laughs> and yeah. billboards charts. There's done. too many songs like this one on this album. Yes. It's, yeah. Monday, it's just Tuesday, like Wednesday, Thursday, they all Friday, start to Saturday. kind of sound the same. Even on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Oh they wait, did you forget what days of the week they were? No, I just said. No. I'm sorry, Monday, Tuesday. No, no, no. Well, maybe maybe it. that's why they quit. They were like, we covered all the days of the week. I don't know what <laughs> else we can do. There. Months. Yeah, January, yeah. February, <laughs> March. You know what I mean? Even on December. <laughs> and they're like, cut it, cut it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number four on the track list here. Not enough hours Whoa. in the night. Whoa. 
Oh, did you have more? Well, I just want to say, like, also every day of the week, besides be feeling so boring, it's four minutes and 40 seconds long. Too long. Oh, that's gosh. the other thing. Like, if, if you would have said it was 12 minutes, I would have believed you because that's what it feels like. <laughs> uh. Yeah, not enough hours in the night I also didn't like. And I remembered that I didn't like these two because they both are kind of time-related. One is about the days. Yes. One is about the hours. Yeah, there's not enough hours in the week. What about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Right. No, in the night. Not enough hours But what about on night. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday? Andrew, this one this one's, has got a weird connection here that, that I was like, what? When I found out. But this is by a group called After Seven. Mm -hmm. And After Seven is made up of Kevin and Melvin Edmonds, who are the older older siblings of Kenneth Babyface Edmonds, who we ah, just had. Babyface, all right. So Babyface isn't on this, which I think is very weird, considering he likes mm. saying Babyface songs on the show. But his older brother's got a cut here for- a uh, Possibly. Yeah. Not enough hours in the night. Reach number 56 on the US R&B charts. Hmm. All right. Listen, I kind of like this song because it's so 90s, but I feel like it is missing something to to push it up i agree to to actually liking it like i feel like i want to like it when i listen to it but it's yeah i don't know what it's missing but it is it's missing it i don't feel like it ever really gets off the ground mm -hmm. like it it feels like the stuff that that happens sort of before you hit hard with the verse or even like going into the chorus mm -hmm. to me this song never actually begins mm, yeah. yeah this one has uh probably is it in like the top three for listens on spotify yeah, uh, on the soundtrack is. yeah it's yeah, on this soundtrack. On this soundtrack, yes. Yeah. Well, not not. That's not much of a race. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but I just mean like it was a more popular one. Yeah. Uh, but okay. it didn't. It just didn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Pass. This Pass. Number five is our only repeat here. We have D Mob and Kathy Dennis. performed why on the first soundtrack album and kathy dennis like. no i didn't like it either but kathy dennis was in the show am i remembering yes. that right mm -hmm. yeah yes. kathy dennis actually was there so this she, is like, the only prom or something yeah this is the only artist that has a, a cut on both but this one i i don't know it starts and i'm like okay you want to be jump around but you're not <laughs> jump around you know and then yeah. like just a lady starts singing jazz i don't know kathy dennis like she had like a big hit with touch me all night long in the 80s and then uh <laughs> so subtle too many walls so like she she was a she could make hits like she's good but this song i feel like is aggressively fine you know oh, what yeah. i mean like yeah that's it and i felt like considering the songs that kathy dennis had done that i don't know it may maybe like did she do this just for the album it I think so. I think most of these. Well, there's no. There was a couple that were from, yeah. but a lot of these I was finding the only listing for was on this album. Um, I don't know if it means anything, but on Spotify, it's the one song you can't listen to on the album itself. Yeah, yeah. It's I was weird. curious about that, I, so. but but when I looked it up, like on other places to listen to it, mm -hmm. it was still pulling it from the 90210 soundtrack. So yeah. I think she uh, she saw the soundtrack and was like, no, no, take yeah. take me off of there. I don't want I don't want you to hear that. Yeah. Do you guys think it's D Mob bringing her down? I mean, if she's doing okay by herself in the '80s, do you think D Mob is like a big anchor? I don't know. I mm. you, you come, you start in like the late '80s, and then the '90s hits, and suddenly 
I don't know. I find some people have some trouble continuing on. Huh. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, she had huge hits both here and the UK. Yeah. And then yeah. SOS was just like, this is how you do an adequate job at a song. I say having never composed my own song. True. Well, yeah. you compose songs all the time. You just don't write them down. That's true. I am quite mm. the composer. <laughs> I often yeah. use the G chord, the uh-huh. D chord, uh-huh. maybe the E minor. Yeah. Wow. I love A those minor. Are some great, those are some great chords. <laughs> I've been including the uh, F F chord a bit more. Wow. Yeah. Okay, let's keep let's keep it clean, but that's uh, good for you. Um, I, so I could find zero information on this next song. I don't know if this you guys are familiar. This is when we start to get to the songs that I like on this okay. album. No so, inter- you like no intermission? I did like no intermission. Stop oh, it. Kendra. No, I no. Was, I was into it. It's that line that even a nine point two couldn't keep. Only a nine point two. Oh, the Richter. Key yeah. From you? Oh, it's it's so stupid, and they it say is. it so much. Like that's such like a great and deep line. Like nothing could keep me. Even a nine point two earthquake couldn't keep me from this you. This one got yes, me. Could. This one got me dancing while I was listening to it. <laughs> and that I you was remember, like, well, okay. that means something. Next one. The Days in the Week song, when I was like, there, it's a horse race between this and another one. This is my other least favorite. Yeah, this is <laughs> and I actually think this one is worse. I think this is my least favorite. Nick's right, though. I try to look up Fifth Power as well. Like, I couldn't even, like, find it just typing in Fifth Power. Everything else showed up. I, yeah. It's And if you do no intermission Fifth Power, it, again, like Nick said, it's only, like, this yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. So, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, I bet this, this is just Luke Perry on a guitar. I listen to on the day to day, but for some reason, wow. I'm like, oh, yeah. No like intermission. Like, Maybe it's minute. because of your theater background. Yes, you I know? think so. You just yeah. really relate the to it. Thespian in me is mm-hmm. uh, coming out. Yeah. I've got nothing good to say. I just wrote hate, hate, hate in my notes. I just wrote, ugh, I know like. <laughs> <laughs> it made us stupider, Kendra. That's how bad your song That's was. true. Eric, no like, ugh. <laughs> That's really funny. Okay, so I was pleasantly surprised that you did, guys did not choose this one to be the feature on uh, 90s Music Got Me Like, because this was the only one that started, and I was like, this song, this yeah! Is, this is the best song. Uh, you know, this is the best song. I, oh, yes, I agree. Um, I agree. I actually, after listening to it on this, I was like, oh, this is the, we should have picked this song, because I feel like oh. this is much more recognizable yeah um it charted higher and everything but i'm still glad we picked the one we did yeah i like the one we picked but yes but... this i almost w- one of the things i thought about while listening to is like how the crap did this song end up on this album i know it yeah. feels like one of the actual gets yeah We're yeah talking i about think it cantaloupe is flip fantasia by Can- us3 cantaloupe. what's that Cantaloupe. Sorry, right. I was thinking yeah. this would be in uh, the Brenda uh, episode. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, I this one I could have listened to all day. Yeah, 
it's like fun. it finished and i was like give me more give it me more because i listened to the soundtrack on youtube um so every once in a while i'd be like oh this is a good song and then i'd look and it was an ad on mm. youtube uh, um yeah. so it kind of happened with this one and i was like oh this is a real song on the album yay yeah. so this song appears in vital signs oh that's the the episode right before the two-parter yeah and it, it's uh oh okay okay yeah and it plays when david meets ariel da, da, da. oh that makes sense so that's that where it would have been on the in the show normally. yeah so the song is sampling herbie hancock's cantaloupe island mm-hmm. which is i mean that's a cool song just by itself without without any updates to it so i, I like that one as well reached number nine in the billboard top 100 mm-hmm. and appeared in films super mario brothers i know <laughs> I can't so, remember when, but it yeah. must. Yeah, they say it did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Hollywood, Renaissance Man, It Takes Two. Kendra, a little Mary-Kate and Ashley. You, you know, remember? we were just talking about watching that movie, weren't we? No, nice. it was on Hulu, and I was like, is that a good one? Or I was joking about watching it. I was not going to watch it. I, not that long ago, played through the game Knack 2 on PS4, and this is the end credits for that game. That's funny. Where the characters just, like, dance around. So funny. I, I'm all in on that. Yeah. Uh, on cantaloupe flip it's fantasia so here. It's, it is it's super fun it you know we just talked about tom's diner on um 90s music got me like and i talked about connected as well on that and then something about this like early 90s dance music yeah. uh that's it's it, it's it has like some style it has a lot of style to it it also kind of feels like they're still hesitant to go full like electronic music like the 80s were so it feels like they're still kind of trying to hold back some of the the music a bit and just try to use what works and i think that's something that's really cool about like early 90s stuff this almost like hesitation to go full synthesizer like they went in the 80s so yeah no i think you're right i i did i liked the production on this i liked the talking intro and everything yeah i like this this one's right up there with uh like connected with me this like kind of cool yep I don't know, jazzy? Is that right? It is jazzy. Yeah. Jazz, jazz funk. Well, yeah, because I mean, it's a Herbie Hancock song. So, yeah, yeah. That, that makes total sense. This is probably the only one that I would want to put on. Uh, well, one of the only ones that I would consider like putting mm-hmm. in a mix sometime. Yeah. I would, I'd put it in a mix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun. Yeah. I actually, I had forgotten this song existed. Until <laughs> I, I did listened. too. And it was one of those like, oh, right. Yeah. This song. For me yeah. too. For so, me too. I, Thanks, 90210, the college year soundtrack. I guess so, yeah. You taught us one valuable thing. <laughs> um, so the next song, you are going to have to jump over to our other podcast, 90s Music Got Me Like. We did a deep dive on this song, Moving On Up by M People. Okay. The highest listened to one on Spotify. By a by lot. a lot. Yeah, the Cantaloupe has 21 million listens on Spotify. Moving On Up has 44 million. Wow, which I thought is interesting because again, uh, Cantaloupe charted much higher, but yeah. moving on up is the one people are clicking on. Yeah, so it. I mean, it seems like I mean, just as, like you said, hearing it on this album, I was kind of like, right, this song. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. this is a song that everybody's familiar with, but yeah. probably not a lot of people are like, you know what, I'm gonna sit down and stream <laughs> Cantaloupe, Flip Fantasia, <laughs> yeah. spin it. Uh, so pause or. Listen to the end and then hop yeah. over to 90s Music Got Me Like and, <laughs> uh, one. and listen to the three of us do a deep dive on Moving On Up. Moving yeah. On Up. You're Moving uh, On Up. So, so then the next song is Touch My Light by Big Mountain. <laughs> Come on, blow. 
Yeah, well, touch my light, buddy. Yeah. This is something we said a lot in Boston. Oh, it yeah. was it? Yeah, if okay. you, we saw a Yankees fan. Like, hey, yeah. Big Poppy, huh? Touch my light. <laughs> yeah, I got your light right here. Ah, touch my light. You don't know nothing. I'm going to Duncan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is by Big Mountain. And Big Mountain is the mm-hmm. thing that already unites our two podcasts because the story about me getting the Reality Bites soundtrack cassette has been told on both 902 and Here yeah. We Go and 90s Music. Yep. So we're back with Big Mountain. Yeah, Big Mountain. I liked it. Did, I liked uh, it. I like it too. Yeah, Touch My Light. Uh, I dig it. <laughs> Sorry. It sounded like I was just saying that. To yeah. Say. No, yeah, I dig yeah. this song. I dig it. Yeah. This is another one that got me like dancing as I was yeah. listening to it. Big Mountain yeah. has that kind of cool 90s Which is reggae. interesting because I usually don't like, like reggae is not something I usually gravitate towards, but... I think his his voice is just really good. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of listening the to gap this, for me. you can just hear everything that Sublime decided to steal yeah. <laughs> later on on their album. Yeah. Uh, like I heard him do stuff. I'm like, Sublime has delivered lines exactly like that. It, mm-hmm. it almost feels like an impersonation. So uh, I Nick, thought that it to... was interesting. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I just thought this was interesting that this is an older song. So this was their first charted single. It was number 51 on the Billboard list, but it's from their 1992 album, Unity. Mm-hmm. So do you want to talk know. about why this was on the real, why Big Mountain was on Reality Bites? Be- because they, of their cover by Baby, I Love Your Way. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I yeah. I do know that. I thought you meant there was some reason why no, specifically no. Big Mountain had to no. be on there. This- yeah. Yeah, so they cover the Peter Frampton song, Baby, I Love Your Way. And I feel like that was really the one that people knew oh, in yeah. the 90s. Like, that was the one that transcended for me. When I listen to their version of Baby, I Love Your Way, it's like, yes, that is the version I've heard the most. Yeah, like, definitely. I feel like now on the radio, you're going to hear Frampton's version more than not. But it's so hard. Like, I, I mean, I like Peter Frampton. Like, Frampton Comes Alive is, of course, classic album. But... I it feels so dry to me, you know, like without all the stuff the Big Mountain does to it. I I, pr- I much prefer and it's that this, reggae but... touch too. That yeah, which, uh, yeah. The their baby, I love your way, is just so it's so good. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I I was I I did I like touch my light for I guess the same reasons, even though it's a different song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, I was like, you know, it's been it's been thirty years. Is now the time I'm going to really get into Big Mountain in a big way? <laughs> yeah, you because know that you I like feel two like of their songs, two well. songs. That's it. At the time, too. I mean, the fact that I knew this song in 1994 is a big deal mm-hmm. because I was exclusively listening to like Love Potion Number no. Nine and other 50 songs <laughs> in the 1990s. Yeah. So I knew this, and then my friend Brandon wanted to get me the Big Mountain cassette, and it was sold out. Like they didn't have it anywhere. Your so that's why he got me Reality Bites. Brandon Walsh? Different Brandon. It was oh, a different okay. Brandon. Bummer. Yeah. Different. Hey, just but, speaking of Brandon Walsh, can I yes. say I was, we were watching the, the episode on Pluto, and he was there and he was talking to Lucinda. And mm-hmm. I don't know how Jason Priestley in the 90s didn't end up in a Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> <gasps> yes. He ha- and in yeah. season four, he looks like he should be interacting with April O'Neil. Oh, he does. And the animatronic turtles. <laughs> yeah. It's- well, he did. 
like Jason Priestley did a movie called Calendar Girl, which came out at the start of this season. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to be like the big, like Jason mm -hmm. Priestley's finally going to do it, you know, like Luke Perry with eight seconds earlier. And, and uh, neither one of those movies like really did anything. So that was kind of like the beginning and the end of the Jason Priestley okay. film career. But I would have watched him. Are you thinking Casey Jones? Are you saying Casey Jones? I don't or? know if it's Casey, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the role. He just had that like that yeah. look that like, I see it. I'm like that haircut. And yeah. that clothing, it looks like he should be like, calm down, Ralph. You need to go apologize to your brothers. It seems like he's talking down Raphael all the time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if he ended right. up voicing Raphael, sure. Mm -hmm. Why not? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Hey, I'd wait, listen. cast the 90210s as uh, the Ninja Turtles. Who's oh, Luke Perry? Boy. Is he? Everybody's I mean, funny to be Raph. I mean, doesn't Luke Perry have to be Raph? I Maybe. feel like. So I mean, I am zeroing as Michelangelo. We don't even have that's, to discuss. I that's, mean, that's, ob yeah, that's obvious. Sure. Yeah. And then I think Jason Priestley has to be Leonardo. Yeah, yeah. And can Gabrielle Carteris be Donatello? <laughs> can we make that happen? Well, yes. that seems a little unkind. I mean, she could be, you know, she could be a lady. Donatella. <laughs> There's a Venus de Milo out there. I'm not going to do that to Gabrielle Carteris. I'm not going to make her voice Venus de Milo. <laughs> no. All right. All right. I'll, I'll Love You Anyway by Aaron Neville. Say that love is seen as dead. Take my word apart. Said you changed your mind. I will love you anyway. Hey, you know what? Touch my light. <laughs> Sorry. I just before we moved on, I had to get Red Sox four and zero. Four and zero. Touch my light. <laughs> in your yes. examples, you keep using it in different ways. Yeah, like, it's true. Does it mean? A, is it a swear or is that's it a what's so thing? good about it? That's. <laughs> I think you could say that about most things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Number 10, I'll Love yes. You Anyway by oh. Aaron Neville. Um, this, is, this is a weird cut because sure I know is. like I know 60s Aaron Neville stuff. Yeah, he's a 60s so this, artist. He is. And this started and I was like, wait, 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 wait. So I was just kind of surprised. Okay, because it felt very like, it felt like something that would play in the peach pit to me. It felt yeah. like older, like 50s, mm -hmm. 60s vibe yeah. to me. Um, yeah. Cool. And and that's what I liked about it. I couldn't find anything about when this song came out. So again, is this just for the album? Oh, it could be. I I mean, it's not a '60s song. No, but it has a '60s sound to it. Oh, it really does. And yeah. You know what? It's got that saxophone in there, and yeah. I love a saxophone. The saxophone is is choice. But sure. I think that you know, like "Tell It Like It Is," which is his. That was like his number one hit from the early '60s. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you'd recognize that song if you heard it. Mm -hmm. Even that song from the '60s, if you like Luther Vandrossed it up a little bit, would be fine in the '90s. So yeah. I feel like his style just kind of works, you know? Yeah, I feel like if this song only exists here on this album, then this is probably the real hidden gem. Yeah, probably. Because uh, yeah, yeah, Aaron Neville. It's got that. It's got that retro sound. Mm -hmm. um, also, Aaron Neville covers uh, "The Weight." By the band. Oh, okay. He does a All live right. version of it that was actually pretty good. So, well, I mean, he has an amazing career. He's got four yeah. platinum albums, four top ten hits, three yeah. that went to number one on the Billboard's. Do you think he retired by going out on the nine hundred two one zero? Maybe. Maybe they got him out of retirement. They were like, Aaron, baby, come on, you one more. You got well, one. I got this track I've been sitting on. <laughs> 
yeah, I could hear like Megan Trainer doing this song today. Oh yeah. Sounds. I mean, if Megan Trainer did the vintage stuff that we liked anymore, but I know. Let's not doesn't. try to bring Megan Trainer back. All right. Let's just. She All did right. that at one album, and then she was bad, and now who cares about <laughs> Megan Trainer? I never understand that. Like, you do one album, and people like really specific things about it, and like with the next one, you're like, everything's gonna be different. My name is now. You're my gonna name is now. hate yep. it. Ugh. My numbers now. Anyway. Uh, anyway, anything else about that song? No, I mean, I, I, I was digging its retro vibes. I yeah. digged it too. I it's dug funny it. Because you, you talk about on the, uh, the series, how many times, like you hear, uh, the saxophone. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And then you actually Heavy. have a song in here with the sax Heavy just playing. Saxophone. Great. Let's just play this more. Just play stuff yeah. like this more during those scenes. Um, so next song, number 11, What Your Love Means to Me by High Five. um this one's all right this this cracked me up because of the very literal lyrics like it starts with i want to get romantic tonight with you that's just so it's like a it's like if you told a robot to compose a love song (laughs) you know what i mean i want to make you dinner and then make sweet love (laughs) that's listen i listened a few times and i am pretty sure that high five says and i quote i want to make love to the moon did anyone else (laughs) Listen, Did anyone else pick up on that? Sometimes I think I when you're with that moon. special person and you look up at that moon, you're like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> dang. Yeah. I remember you know, the... that used to be part of Earth. Mm. Yeah. Cedric the Entertainer had this show where he was supposed to be like a retired pop singer. And the like the running gag of the show was that his number one song was just called I Wanna Have Sex With You. And so like every once in a while you'd hear it and he'd just be like, I wanna have sex with you. That's what I was thinking this whole time. Like there's no subtext. <laughs> what was that show song, called? You know, that was Soul Man. Oh, maybe I watched that. I remember Cedric uh, watching the show with Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, well. Did he show up on the Bernie Mac show as well? Oh, I don't know. Oh, maybe I'm thinking Soul Man. Crazy. I can't remember. Okay, well. Um, anyway, but that continued to crack me up. The very literal lyrics throughout all of this. This song very wordy. was another one that was just, like, fine to yeah. me. Like, it's just a, fu- it's a fine song, but also a million songs sounded like this yes. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't do and anything special to, yeah. to stand out. Yep. Yeah. I think after... You know, this is number 11. We've already heard like four songs like this. Absolutely. In this album. Absolutely. So. High Five in the, earlier in the 90s did have a number one hit. Their uh, I Like the Way, the kissing game. I don't know that one. Ooh, baby, you... I like the no, way. No, different. different. You're, <laughs> the th- kissing you're game. thinking of Peter Frampton <laughs> slash Big Mountain. Yeah, it was like a cover homage no. thing. Mm, no, a sample. <laughs> yeah. 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 Gosh, uh, let's listen to Cantaloupe. Yeah. <laughs> Can you get that let's up? Let's go back to Cantaloupe. <laughs> All right. Uh, the last one, we've finally, we've made it. Forever yeah. Yours by Wendy Moten. I keep wanting this song to be forever yours. I mean, uh, what am I thinking? Forever. 
Forever Your Girl? No. Forever Young? For, for, yeah, I keep wanting this to be Forever for Young, but I listen to it. Young, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to so, be forever yours. All I wrote was fake song. And what's funny about this to me, and several cuts on this, is that we've spent four seasons now dealing with music replacement of these, mm -hmm. like, fake songs that are just supposed to, like, get the vibe of what the real one is. Every song on this feels like that to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like this song in particular feels like, oh, we can't play that chart topper. So just make one up that sounds vaguely nice. Yeah, it, she's chasing Mariah Carey, it feels like, yes. with this. Mm. Or oh, maybe geez. the soundtrack, maybe Giant was chasing Mariah you Carey. You do not want to go to war with Mariah no. Carey. <laughs> yeah. You so do not. It felt like they couldn't get Mariah Carey, so they had this song. And I feel like every end credits song in every 90s, every like early to mid 90s it's it's this is playing as you're leaving the movie theater yeah yeah so it, you know i i like the saxophone again because it has saxophone so i feel like the song itself isn't bad but it's just like yeah you know do you guys it, feel this... like we're in a saxophone in our uh, society hmm uh unequivocally i say no yeah i don't think so to that question maybe i'm but... having a personal i like your yeah. <laughs> i'd be i'd be a very happy camper if like i turned on the radio and every other pop song had a saxophone in it this is just this is just a bad mix that's the thing i mean mm. especially considering this came out in the 90s where like the album experience was kind of a thing mm -hmm. you know and so like yeah. the fact that nobody really thought like how does this album play as a unit you yeah. know like to sit down and listen through the whole thing yeah. i feel like nobody has ever done that before the three of us did it for this episode because it's together yeah 1994 this is the four season yeah at least uh that's when it would have been so like 1994 this show is like what the top absolute oh, tops definitely. of the ratings yeah yeah, yeah cds yeah. are the top of their game sound wise yeah. for the most part yeah. like vinyl has almost kind of disappeared at this point right and people yeah. like oh and like yeah you can't mix the two to create mm -hmm. more success yeah. you should be printing money with it's this. really weird why are it's there really no weird. you know i kind of hate it but why are there no like in between tracks of dialogue from the show true yeah where's like the come on bren what are we yeah. doing and then uh -huh. losing my religion plays uh-huh uh-huh yeah, I mean, I hate that too, but that's exactly the kind of thing it seems like they would right? do. This just feels like it doesn't, I don't feel any connection to the series listening to this. Do you, Kendra? Like four seasons in, no. do you listen to this and think, oh, 90210, of man, course. The one, every time I listened to it, I was like David Silver, but I can't remember which one it was. Oh, okay. I think it was, um, oh man, what was it? Precious to me, girl. You're so precious to me. <laughs> I think it, maybe it was What Your Love Means to Me. Oh okay. Um, yeah, David love David does want to make love to the moon. So <laughs> yeah, that makes David sense. wants to make love to anything. That's that, true. Yeah, that let him make love to it. Hey, but if if she exists and she wants to do it that's with right. David, that's right. He loves him. Yeah, I think you should give him a round of applause because he didn't cheat on Donna when cheating on Donna wasn't an option. <laughs> yeah, yep. you know what I mean. Yeah. So sure, he couldn't have anyway, but he still didn't. <laughs> you know, and that's the takeaway. Oh boy, at a carnival. At a carnival. That's what he. That's his. That's his future. Twice. People are like, how did you lose Twice your virginity at a, at a carnival? Kendra, you know what we didn't talk about? The fact that David getting caught cheating. His response was very similar to Mel getting caught cheating. Remember, oh, Mel yeah. was just kind of like, "I'm sorry, Jackie. I like women." Like that was yeah. his. That was his response. Yeah, and David, he was like, "What like was son. I supposed to do?" Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. He like, was like, "Players like gonna son. play." You know. Oh, does that? Do they ever bring like compare that? Do they ever bring that up in the show? You know, until ever, like this you're moment, just it, like your father. It hadn't actually crossed my mind. You know, but... the duck, 
You're no good, David. You're just like your father. <laughs> Touch my light, David. <laughs> Maybe Kelly. Maybe Kelly will bring it up. I don't know, guys. This is to me. This is like a two thumbs way down. Um, can we can we uh, best and worst this thing? I feel like we're going to be very similar here. What about I, you, Eric? Best worst. Okay. Uh, I guess yeah, cantaloupe. Uh, a, a bit of a spoiler. Moving on up, and then I guess if I had to pick one other song, oh, you know, we we like. I like. I guess I'll throw in the dark horse of not one more time. Okay. And your I, least I don't think it's better than maybe. Uh, I don't think it's better than. Uh, I love you anyway by Aaron Neville, but I feel like that's just one of those like I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh gosh, I don't know. Uh, I guess the worst one has to be every day of the week and yeah. um, this the was, earthquake one. No intermission. This was funny to me because I, you know, I, I listened to it to take notes, but then I was just like I was at work and I had it playing on Spotify just so I could kind of like hear and get some other insights and stuff. And this was a situation where like I wasn't really paying attention to what was being played, but I would just hit this moment where I was like, "Oh my gosh, stop this song right now!" You know, like <laughs> I, I was playing it would sneak uh, up on me and piss me off, and I'd be like, "Skip this." I was playing Civilization Six, and I put this on, and like I just get into that game, and there yeah. would be times like this is too much. I need a break. <laughs> exactly even yeah. when it ended i think like i don't even know what i listened to i have to listen to this album again i'm like no you're doing something yeah. else yeah kendra um i'll agree i cantaloupe and um moving on up and i would probably put the aaron neville uh or, or maybe touch my light i really like to touch my light yeah. so i'd probably put those in the top and then um i didn't like not one more time i, did, I hated every day of the week and probably make it right those first three okay yeah, it's a pretty weak start. Um, I mean, I agree that Cantaloupe Flip Fantasia is just kind of in another right. plateau. Yeah. You know Again, what I mean? It's yeah. just, you, it's, you can't really even. It's like maybe uh, US3 like owed them money or something. Like yeah. he, he got pictures of him like cheating on his wife. He's like, your yeah. song is going yeah. on. Cantaloupe Here you go. is like the one person in your group project who's actually doing the work. And <laughs> oh, then yeah. everyone else is like phoning yeah. it in. So you hey, got Kendra? that one good part. Kendra, yeah. is this opening up some wounds for you? Are you I'd the one rather, person? Yeah. Kendra? Yeah. And that okay. actually works because a lot of it feels like somebody's just copying something from Wikipedia, <laughs> posting yeah. it. It's like, here, I did my I did my part yeah. of the report. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting angry thinking about it. <laughs> so I, I would say that the only ones that I think that I would like be like, hey, I want to listen to that song would be Cantaloupe and Touch My Light by Big Mountain. And now I just want to listen to more Big Mountain. Mm-hmm. There were others on here that I was kind of like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I agree that the Aaron Neville one is good, but hearing it every time I heard it, I was like, oh, I want to hear Tell It Like It Is. You know, it just made me want to hear the 60s stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't really see that happening. I hated No Intermission. Yeah. So it's either that or Every Day of the Week. Those to me are Boy. songs that make me like- Apologies to Fifth Power and Jade. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not too big of an apology. Yeah. I'm actually shocked that uh, every day of the week charted at all. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy to me. On the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, pe- enough to get it up to 20 that people were like, I forgot what day it is. Play every day of the week. Yeah. What comes after Wednesday? This Thursday, you know, Friday, Friday Saturday. Without, without having a 90210 spoiler here, music becomes a much more prominent part of the show in later seasons so it actually kind of shocks me that there's no soundtrack i mean it's the most obvious thing in the world to have like a season seven soundtrack a season eight soundtrack i don't know why they left that money on the table it doesn't make any sense um i can't really oh you know what you know what 
This is also the only of the four soundtracks that doesn't include any version of the sound of the theme song, which oh, I think yeah. is really weird. Ba-na-na-na. Weird. Yeah. You know, like the I first one. To... In, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say the first one included a version of it that we didn't particularly like, but this one doesn't have it at all. Like not an extended cut or not even just like the TV version as a bonus track, nothing. So it's very dissimilar. I mean, you, if you slap a different cover on this, nothing tells you it's 90210. Lame. Yeah. I wanted to say that on the back of the uh, CD jacket here, it says to Aaron Spelling, whose guidance and inspiration has allowed us to reach the college years. I thought that was nice. Nice. And thank you, the 90210 family. There you go. That's you two. (gasps) Hey, we're like cousins. Nick, um, I feel bad that this stuff doesn't have the original music anymore because in the episode Otherwise Engaged, uh, when Brandon is running across the campus to the gym, Power of Love by Huey and the Lewis, Lewis and the News should be playing. Yeah, yeah it and is. It just seems like that. It, so many of the songs just seems like so stylistic. Yeah. Of a choice. Yeah, I think it really, I don't know. I mean, a lot of shows are hurt by music replacement, but this mm-hmm. one, it really does change the impact. I mean, I'm sure a lot, because I already was into 50s and 60s music, mm-hmm. you know, and it's featured so heavily in this, which was like my favorite show that I'm, that's part of the reason why this show had such a like pull on me. So mm-hmm. to hear all these generic things really does, really I, does hurt the show. I feel for you. I mean, it was one of the first things I noticed when we were watching Scrubs. Mm. Uh, on Hulu, like just the songs, like this isn't the right song in this yeah. scene, and that kind of shocked that I knew, like yeah. the difference. But also, I just watched the first season of Supernatural for the first time, mm. and that you just listen to it, the music replacement, like oh, this should be a classic rock song. Like yeah. at the end of the season, you hear the song singing uh, "Black Water Rising" or "Dark Water Rising," and you're like, do you mean "Bad Mood Rising"? And you look, and yeah. yes, it should have been "Bad Mood Rising" by CCR. And so, like, these shows, like 90210, or even, like I said, Supernatural, they're, like, specifically picking songs for these scenes, and then you just get these crap replacements. Yeah, it really does change the vibe. And there's been many instances where in 90210, the dialogue is specifically referenced the song. Or like there was the uh, the time of my life thing where they yeah. where they did the move and it's like without the music it's just like why yeah. are you holding her up there buddy it's crazy so. uh, some nine some notable ninety songs that were on season four okay uh, yeah this year in Strangers in the Night Man on the Moon by REM was playing okay. while the guys were playing ping pong um, huh. in the episode Windstruck when Donna was having a nightmare about being a virgin. You should have been hearing Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms. Oh, man. It would have been nice. I uh, love that song. In Labors of Love, when Howard fires David, Get Off This by Cracker should have been played. <laughs> okay. In Addicted to Love, uh, the when Brenda and St- St- Stewart are driving, you should have heard Into Your Arms by Lemonheads. And Acting Out has Ace of Bass playing the sign when Claire and Brendan talk at the party. So just yeah, see. I mean, those those to me for 94 seem like kind of hip cuts, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're not... Man, you got R.E.M. and Hey Jealousy? Yeah. Uh, also, all right, ready? So, Windstruck, Windstruck, Scared Very Straight, Vital Signs, and twice in Mr. Walsh Goes to Washington Part 2, you have Babyface songs. That makes a lot of sense. Babyface yeah. showed up at least five times. Wow. And, and this and throughout the season. And well, it makes sense they got him on the finale. I then. guess so, you yeah. You know Babyface from Dancing with the Stars season 23. Oh. That was the season Lori uh, Hernandez won. Oh, yeah. So, I did watch that season. And Babyface was there. Interesting. There you go. 
Interesting. All right. Nick, do you know in an earlier episode we were talking about the sign and I said I don't know that song, but I do. Mm-hmm. I just want to okay. I just want to set that straight. Okay. I don't know All why right. I would have said that cuz I do know that. But yeah, song. when I look at that, mm-hmm. when I look and I'm just like, "Wow, you had Hey Jealousy on your show." Like yeah. that would and watching that now would it would feel like when we were watching your Smallville episodes, we were watching those on the DVD, so it has mm-hmm. all the original music and yeah. it just it really just puts you in the time and place. Yeah. Of I that. think I think the WB shows cuz like Gilmore Girls has a, doesn't have music replacement either. So I wonder if it's like a record company with the WB. I remember a really clear time frame where people were like, "You know what? From now on, we're not we're only going to have songs that we can have the rights forever in." Mm-hmm. But I did yeah, hear that on uh, Supernatural, like it's the first two seasons, and then the later seasons when it becomes a CW, mm-hmm. things see? change. Oh, okay. See? So maybe, WB. yeah. Okay. So we'll see. All right. All right, we did it. We did. That's right. That's right. Uh, so Eric, thanks so much for joining us. Hey. And we're gonna be talking moving High on five. up. High five. Over on '90s music got me like yeah, moving on up. So pretty okay. exciting. Yeah, move on over, guys. I I had finishing season four. It dawned on me. It's like if I was in a room at a, or if I was at a party and somebody's like, oh yeah, I used to love watching 90210. It's like I think I could just talk to them yeah, about 90210, even though yeah. I only listen to this podcast. Yeah. And I just want to. I just think like that's such a strange. That means we're doing our job. That's yeah. Such a, we don't leave anything like, out. Oh yeah, when David like wrote the or like stole money and then yeah you know or donna gave him money oh my gosh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. donna what are you yep. doing yeah also i realized you could hold like, your own the thing is i have to i have to assume because you two seem to like brenda but yeah if all you're doing is hearing somebody tell you about brenda's stories i hate her i feel like i've been pretty down on brenda the yeah past, but the i wonder if like it must just be like having sharon and doherty or having any of the actors actually like perform and act out the scenes yeah. i'm like well that's what because i'm like why does anyone like steve <laughs> yeah. a lot of the yeah when you well, that's just true. Ha- if somebody's like this is what steve does and yeah. steve does this and steve does this it's like what stop being friends with steve the it does sort of feel like the writers have it in for brenda from early on i mean you do kind of get that vibe but shannon doherty just has something you know she's just a very unique like as an actress she just brings something that's compelling to watch yeah. so even when the storylines kind of suck you're still kind of like into it you and i feel like the same that. is I've true seen rats. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's true and i think ian Ziering pulls it off in a way that you know i think a different actor would just play that character like a straight-up douche yeah. you know and he plays him like a lovable douche <laughs> yeah say no more i've seen <laughs> batman beyond <laughs> that's right that's right a little voice work yeah, he sure does. So. He sure does. Oh, Peter, my gosh. Are you guys covering that 90s cartoon? Was it Biker Mice from Mars? We're going to have to because everybody was in that. <laughs> so, yeah, so when we run on the soundtracks. Yeah, and Incredible Hulk where he's... Uh, yeah, he's, Luke Perry is uh, Rick Jones. Yeah, yeah, hang in there, buddy. Hey, yep. Hang in there, Brew. He calls him yep. Brew because, you know, that's how oh, yeah. Luke Perry Because they're cool. He's hip. He's young. Hang <laughs> yeah, yeah. in there, Brew. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Bruce is already too long for for. <laughs> it's the same same for, amount of syllables, but who's for counting? Luke Perry's like, all I right, I like this, but I can't do this. <laughs> I gotta drop that CE. <laughs> it's a real time saver, absolutely, absolutely, it is. All right, well, hey, you know what? Outside of this podcast, I'm also the host of This Endorian Life. So far, we've recorded uh, commentary for Return of the Jedi, just the Ewok scenes, which is a strange way to watch Return of the Jedi. We learned. And Ewoks Caravan of Courage, which I remember very fondly 
and watching it was as painful as listening to this Aww, album. You're ruining so. your childhood. Yeah, I mean, Battle for Endor was really the one that I remembered, and that's that's the episode we have coming up next. So right. you can keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Which Ewok would the 90210 crew be? <laughs> I don't think that works. I don't okay. think it works. Yeah, sorry. All right. What about you, Kendra? Where else are you? Uh, I do a little podcast with this guy right here that we've yeah. talked about She's this whole episode right. <laughs> uh, called 90s Music Got Me Like. Uh, where each week we talk about a different 90s song. It's been going pretty well. Talked about okay. a lot of 90s music. I'm also Miss Musebox 91 online, and I have a website, MissMusebox.com, and I have an Etsy page. So go check it out. My wife and I often listen to 90s music like when we're in the car together because we both like to hear it. And every, without fail, it's not a long podcast. I mean, you guys are like, what, 25 minutes yeah. or something like that. It's like a full hour because things will happen and Hillary will pause it and be like, yes, and see, the thing is. And then, <laughs> and then you know, finish and then continue. And then a little bit longer will go by and she'll be like, well, I don't know if I agree with that because. So it's a very, she should record commentaries for your podcast. Yes, please. I, like I was telling, uh, I was telling Eric, because he listens to our podcast, Nick, this podcast. Oh, yeah. And uh-huh. gets very frustrated because apparently you and i are bad with pop culture references no no it's just you 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 both are for like are different i because one of the things i like most about the podcast is when you open the condor and you're talking about what was going on when this episode aired like i just really enjoy hearing like what was in the movies what was happening in the news and everything but sometimes you two will mention like this song was a charting or this movie was out and like yeah i don't know what that is i'm like ah it's fine (laughs) i told him he needs to be like the producer in the back room who like buzzes in every couple minutes is like actually yeah. this came out blah 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 and you have yeah. seen this movie i'd be down for that yeah. no but yeah that's actually one of my favorite uh if if you guys just did a podcast where you're like the week of in the 90s i've listened to it okay we'll the do that when, of, we, I love when it. we finish our brunch buddies podcast we'll, <laughs> we'll move on to yes. a week in the life yeah i have to tell you when you were coming up with brunch buddies i was driving and coming up with brunch names for your <laughs> podcast too right yeah. along with you yeah I'm like yeah i don't know for the ever-expanding Bunch radio of brunch. well network <laughs> yeah all right, well, well, we'll continue more of this uh, soundtrack discussion over on 90s Music Got Me Like, but you can join us right here next time for our 90210 discussion when we get into season five Woo! with episode one, What I Did on My Summer Vacation, and other stories. All right. Is that the Tiny Toons episode? Sounds like it. Yeah. It sounds like it a little bit. Eric, do you want to do the honors? Oh, 9021, here we go. <laughs> <laughs>